to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep in all things MTV's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in the Challenge universe, then we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated Challenge Historian, Jacob Hollibaugh. Thank you so very much for being here with us today. It's finals week, everyone. Spies, Lies, and Allies is mere hours away from airing its finale episode, where we get to see that twist, purge, elimination, and then that final mission, and ultimately who takes home the big money and title of Challenge Champion. Very, very exciting stuff. So exciting that it's going to alter how and what we talk about here on today's Review Preview Pod. Last few weeks, we've been double-dipping, reviewing, previewing both the flagship Spies, Lies, and Allies season and the All-Star season as they run parallel to each other. Today, however, we are going to be skipping our Review Preview of All-Stars 2 so that we can dedicate a bit more time to the Spies, Lies, and Allies one. It's the finale. There's a little more to talk about in the preview. So, We are going to be only doing the one show more or less on this week's review preview, but All-Stars Only fans, don't be remiss. First off, you should be watching both shows. They're both great, but also this Thursday is episode five of All-Stars 2, meaning we will be at the halfway point. So next week, since we're going to be skipping it this week, next week on the review preview pod, we will do a full mid-season breakdown, catch up, make up for any lost time from today with that program. Before we can get to that finals preview of Spies, Lies, and Allies, however, we will still take a glimpse out at the between time, talk about a few things of note out in the challenge universe as there are a topic or two we'd like to fire off an opinion or two about, so we'll do that first. Program reminders before we begin, we will, of course, be back late Wednesday night with our recap podcast to discuss those winners of Spies, Lies, and Allies and everything else that went down. Then Thursday midday, we will have our recap up of All-Stars 2, Episode 5. Make sure you have that follow or subscribe button hit so you don't miss an episode of the program as they are coming out. Then looking forward to next week, we will be back Tuesday with a review preview again, just kind of doing a mid-season recap or something to that latter um, about All-Stars. We will then be back on Thursday for sure with an All-Stars recap, but we are going to play by ear next week if we do a Spies, Lies, and Allies season wrap-up. Either it will happen, whether it happens next week or the week after. I'm going to wait and see if they're going to do one or two reunion episodes. If they do two reunion episodes, we might wait an extra week to do our season wrap-up, give out some awards, talk about the season as a whole, what worked, didn't work, all that sorts of stuff. So that may be next week, maybe the week after. We will see, but we'll let you know next Tuesday on the review preview. So that's your programming already. I think we are ready to go. Let's dive into the between time and some hot gossip circulating in the challenge universe. To the between time we go, and first and foremost, before anything else, pending when you are listening to this, if you are listening to this on Tuesday, the day it is released, it is TJ Lavin's birthday, the legend walking among us himself, the best host in television, now history ever, TJ Lavin, the the legend, the lord, the god, TJ, it's his birthday, happy birthday to TJ, thank you so much for everything you do to bring so much fun and enjoyment and entertainment into myself and every other challenge fan out there's lives and television screens, I think, while a lot of challenge fans can't agree on a whole lot, we all got different people that we're rooting for, different favorite people, different people we're rooting against, different opinions about what's happening, favorite games, favorite elements of the show, all this different stuff. There's a lot of disagreement amongst challenge fans, but one thing that unites all of us is TJ laughing, TJ being the host, TJ leading trivia, TJ Lavin unites, and that is such a wonderful thing in today's world. Hats off 
to the legend himself. Happy birthday to TJ. Got to start there. But moving from there into the actual between time itself then, there was a couple things of note. We're not even going to talk about Aftermath this week because really it was another... being the episode right before the finale, it's like, well, we just want to talk about this purge that this, you know, cliffhanger we just were left on and they can't talk about that. So we're not even going to cover anything from there. The couple things, excuse me, to discuss are first and foremost, there is, there is something, uh, kind of the, the wind is a rustling. There's something kind of out there in the ether that no confirmations of any kind, but starting to be some real momentum, some real movement behind the idea that the 38th season, the next season of the flagship franchise, could very well be an X's-style season. That has been uh, long pined for by fans, certainly myself among them, you know, whether specifically for an X's, um, but, you know, in my case, for a simplified format using a Rivals or an X's as the blueprint of simple name, simple format. Everyone understands. It leads. It gives guaranteed storylines going in the whole thing. Um, now would be a great time, I guess, if you haven't headed on over to YouTube and watched the challenge generations video that I put up my pitch for the greatest season ever. The first half of that video explains the things I think the main show, the flagship show could do to get back on trap. And one of them, almost all of it revolves around do something much more like rivals or X's. So I am firmly in the camp of, I think something like X's is an amazing idea. There is a lot of fans that specifically ask for and about the, that specific style of season. There is a lot of cast members who have said, things of that nature and in the past and the momentum picked up in a big way in the last 48 hours because the the mtv the challenge account itself tweeted out or maybe i think i saw it on instagram i think maybe they did it on both um but across social media an old video from an old ex's challenge where they had to wipe honey off their ex uh, in you know in their in their bathing suits and whatnot and all of the hilarity that ensued with that, but with the caption of who would want to see another X's season. And that got everyone talking of, oh my gosh, are they going to actually do that? Is that, is this, you know, them leading us to believe that could happen? There was then some word from different uh, spoiler accounts that I very carefully kind of curated what are people saying about this while trying to avoid anything else that might be out there of spoiler uh, style and did see at least some people claiming that there is a large segment of the production team that is in favor of doing an X's style season next. There's been a ton, a ton, a ton of cast members, former, current, uh, the whole lot uh, coming out and responding to the video of who would want to do an X's season and saying, I would, and here's the X that I'm going to call out and say, you know, I'm ready to do this. And, you know, chief among them, the two kind of standouts that have been the most widely circulated and polarizing to one degree or another. It's been Amanda, queen of the challenge right now at this point, queen of our televisions, absolute gold on television and on social media. She called out Joss and let him know, like, boy, get back in shape. Like, I know you never are, but let's get in shape. Let's go get this. That would be an amazing team. Just got to say, just I want I want Amanda to keep doing seasons of the show. I would love, I've been a long-term, I think I've made it known on the pod before, bring Joss back. Um, that might be the best looking pair in the history of the challenge without doing a full proper historian deep dive. I got to say that would be, that's just an amazing pair to look at. So that's wonderful. But that one got some uh, momentum behind it. Polly, 
Of course, we we almost can't go a week now without mentioning something Pauly said or did that made the rounds uh, circulated, and he tweeted out about multiple different exes of his, and there was a big reaction to then what he had said, a lot of some positive, a lot more negative towards him, and it's just got to be said at this point, if I haven't if I haven't made it abundantly clear before, I will make it as clear cut as possible right now. My opinion, cast Pauly on the next season, please. And thank you. I mean, I I get a lot of a lot of the former current cast members that every time he says something, react and be like, you know, boy, bye. Like, get get out of here. Stop being salty. Stop talking shit. Stop doing this, that, or the other. Like, get out of here. But it must be said, every time he says something, there's quite a big reaction, a lot bigger, a lot more people reacting to it and a lot more prominent people reacting to it than anyone else I know that hasn't been on in a few seasons that's out there saying stuff. And I follow everyone that's been on the show before. I, I know he's not the only one saying things, commenting, making it known he wants to be back on. Uh, but he's the one that gets by far the biggest reaction. And all the guys say, you put that guy on there, everyone hates him at this point. He's a great competitor. And that mixture, great competitor that everyone hates, that's going to be perfect. So get him back on, get Kara back on, bring us an X's season or a Rivals or something similar, but the X's would be Absolutely wonderful. Go, uh, if you want to, on your own, I'm not going to run through all of them, but there are a lot of good accounts out there on Twitter more than Instagram on this one that are sharing, you know, lists of possible X's teams that we could see. So if I think if you just search on Twitter, if you look for on the challenges main page, find that tweet about X's, would you want to do it and go through that? You'll see a lot of great responses, but that was kind of the biggest thing happening in the last 48, 72 hours on the social media front, uh, on the podcast front, I did a lot better job, pat myself on the back. I got halfway back into my full rotation of challenge podcast and media this week. I had been slacking for a week or two. I've got about seven or eight podcasts that I try in any given week to listen to challenge related. And this week I did a little bit, little better job. I was really slacking. I got back on, I got about three and a half of them done this week. So Shout out to all the other independent podcasters out there, the most likely twos, the Redditors React, the Unplug, Challenge Unplug, Challenge Fandom, all of the great ones. Sorry that I'm not naming all the other ones that I've interacted with and know and have listened to from time to time that are really, really great, as well as the, you know, the former cast members doing their thing. And one in particular that's got to be pointed out this week is Johnny Bananas, his podcast, Death Taxes and Bananas podcast. He had on Tyler and Janelle, his former Real World Key West cast members, to kind of talk about the all-star season, but more or less just talk shit to each other and about other people and just kind of reminisce on Key West and their time together on the show. And got to say, uh, one of the most fun podcasts I've listened to in a long, long time. So uh, definitely go check that out. Um I would say if you're not a fan of Johnny or Tyler or Janelle or Key West in general, maybe not the podcast for you, but uh, if you are at all, you're going to have a damn good time. I sure as hell did. I was laughing throughout all of it as the three of them pretty much are the entire time as well. But I wanted to mention it, not just to say how it was really, really fun to listen to, but to point out one thing that it made me it made me realize uh, something. We've continually talked about the kind of differences between All Stars and the flagship show over the last month or two, kind of as they, you know, rolled out All Stars 2 on top of Spies, Lies, and Allies, and as fans, you know, kind of sided with one over the other and all this and that and the other. But in all that talk, the one thing that I hadn't 100% 
realized before, hadn't really verbalized, and that listening to this podcast, listening to the trio of these former real world Key West alum that then did some challenges together. And of course, Bananas has done the most challenges in the history of the show with CT, I think one behind him now, uh, maybe, but Bananas has done 20 of them. But one thing I realized listening to the three of them is how much, you know, it was in the moment when the real world stopped and when real world as a show, even in the latter last few seasons where they were trying to, you know, shake it up, do the skeletons twist, do the, you know, the explosion twist, all this different stuff. Uh, when it just stopped become, you know, when it kind of ran out because of social media or just other changes or whatever, and was no longer the, the amazing thing that it was in the late nineties and throughout the two thousands. Um, it was always going to be a big blow to the show to not have this perfect feeder system of we've got this one show, we do two a year, that's 14 people, we pick, you know, we might give all 14 a try on the challenge, We but we at least will pick, you know, one, two, three, four from each season, pump them into the challenge, and we're golden. We knew when that went away, that as well as, you know, RE The One initially filled in the gaps and brought us tons and tons of fan favorites, and now we're in the era of, you, you're on any other show, you're up for possibly being on the challenge. Other than we've still, from Fresh Meats, the only time way back when that they ever brought anyone in, not from television world now, it's you can be on any show, but be on a reality show somewhere out there, get something on tape for us to look at and get some fan base, and then we'll bring you in to the challenge. And the thing, while I've always known, you know, that's, that's a bummer because it was always, you know, real world was so amazing. It's such a part of my childhood and, you know, I loved it. The other thing that listening to this podcast and listening to the three of them talk and have so much fun together is realize that it also aided the challenge in such a way to not, not just that they knew where their new cast was coming from, but that those cast had such deep, meaningful relationships with each other coming into the game and that, you know, listening to Johnny and Tyler and Janelle talk about all their experiences on Key West and then when they first came into the world of the challenge, how much they were still together and even, you know, a decade plus later, how they can still call each other up and immediately just talk, hop right back into like talking shit, having fun, reminiscing, being, being really good friends because they had this intense bond building uh, experience of that was real world and being able to bring in people, clusters of people, groups of people that had those kind of deep ties and that deep experience together led to just so much, so much more potential, I guess it's not better or worse necessarily, but the potential for a lot more potential for really awesome stuff and really interesting stuff and really, um, you know, interesting and uh, for us to watch and learn from and laugh at and cry to and all the all the rest of it. Um, and not having that, you know, having players come from all different types of shows and all different types of places in the world. That's amazing. That's wonderful. And, you know, there's a lot of pros to that. But the one thing we do lose is the even when it's, you know, a couple survivor players that come in that have both played survivor, but not together. Um, you know, they don't have that kind of, you know, they might be aligned because we were both survivor players or I guess the big brother, recent big brother Alliance is one that very much is like that, you know, uh, Josh and Fessy and Casey are all like, we're in big brother Alliance. We're each other's back. And, you know, outside the show, they have grown into these super good friends, but they weren't even on big brother together. So they didn't have that like intense experience before. And even if they did, it would have been within a game. So whenever 
people come from other shows, even if they're coming from a show with another person, it's almost always been in a, in a, a way that it was a game. They were playing something together. It was in that environment versus when we had these real world casts, there was no, there was no game to that. It was just go live with these people, interact with these people, be these people's friends and family for months on end and have this life experience. And what, how will that bring you together, tear you apart? And just the listening to this podcast was very, very eye opening of like, we don't get that type of connection coming into the game. Those connections can happen within the game over time, but it takes such a long time to develop and happen because they are playing the game of the challenge. Um, and it's just something that had me again, fantastic and fun podcast. And has had me by the end of it being like, man, I just wish, I wish the real world still existed or could exist in the way it did before and could bring us this type of little pockets of people, of new people into the challenge that have these deep bonds with each other, that have this non-competitive relationship to come into the game and bring to the world of the challenge. But I've already talked too long on all of that, but go listen to that podcast. It was a really, really fun and good time, and I laughed a heck of a lot. Final thing to discuss before we get to our actual preview of Spies, Lies, and Allies from the Between Time. There's also a big, big uh, pending, when you're listening to this, within the day, uh, I think it was posted late last night or this morning, um, but another another cast member has joined the ranks of the Patreon crew that you know has their own recaps, doing their own stuff, and that would be Jemmy. Longtime fans of Jemmy here, always have been, probably always will be. What a wonderful person in the in the challenge MTV world that she has been. She posted a, a, a video to kind of launch her new Patreon um, about a current cast member, and it's you know causing all kinds of waves on the internet. I'm not gonna, not gonna talk about the content of the video uh, or anything about the topic of it. What I do wanna talk about is it did get me thinking more and more and more about the fact that there's a lot of shit that gets talked on social media and podcasts and elsewhere from cast member to cast member and fans and T pages and this, that, and the other. And of all the shit that gets talked, when a name is on it, when you know someone like Jemmy's like, I'm gonna post a video and there is gonna be some stuff in it that makes someone else in the world of the challenge pretty upset, I can, whether I disagree or don't, or agree or disagree, I can respect the fact that there is a name behind it and that we know where the information's coming from and who's saying it and whose opinions it are is and everything like that. Then, though, there is the T accounts and the spoiler accounts out there that I have ranted a little bit about in the past of I don't un fully understand the... The, the spoiler accounts, I 100% don't understand. I don't know who it benefits. The accounts, the people giving them the information, the show, the cast members, anyway, I don't know who they uh, who they actually benefit, and I'm still waiting for someone to explain it to me and tell me, this is why you're so dumb, Jacob. You don't understand. This is who it benefits, and this is why they exist and continue to proliferate. But I kind of get why the T, like the kind of T accounts do, the ones out there, and I will just say, you know, the ones like a J challenge, which is one of the, you know, most popular ones, at least by follower counts that are out there. I get that some people want to hear um, some inside T anonymously. I get that some people, some fans that maybe actually go by their own names or faces on social media want to like or reshare something that an anonymous name in person is saying some shit that they are talking. 
But when you don't put your own name, you don't put your own face on those opinions, and you're just out there talking shit after talking shit after talking shit, I just think that's fucking bullshit. I think it's completely whack. I think the people that feed those accounts information are completely whack. Um, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, you know, it, I, to some people it might be fun to read that and to have this anonymous shit talking going on. But I think if you're going to talk the amount of shit that accounts like those do, um, and you're going to, you know, stand so hard for certain people and drag other people and have so polarizing of opinions at times about things like when someone's kicked off a season and no one knows why, and you just a hundred percent stand up for one side and don't for the other. And like, we, we, how, you know, that where's the accountability in any of that? So I say all that to say, um, not a fan of those accounts clearly. Uh, and if you want accountability in your shit talking, feel free to, you know, cast members that are out there, productions that's out there. I know none of you are probably listening to this podcast, but if any of you are, or if you know someone in one of those fields, if you want to share some of your feelings or your inside info or talk shit, and you want to do it via someone who actually puts their name and credibility and face with the information and opinions being shared, feel free. You can slide in my DMs at Challenge Historian um, instead of these nameless, faceless accounts that are out there um, that are talking all kinds of shit with no repercussions that could ever come to them or no, no opinions that can come of them and what they've done or said because we don't know who they are. So that's that. I'll put my ass on the line behind the information instead of an unknown. I'm here. My DMs are open. Please feel free to hit me up. That's that for the between time. Let's move into our review and preview of the Spies, Lies, and Allies finale episode. Episode 18, a winner will be crowned. Let's predict who that is. All righty. Let's review first, although at this point we all know where we're at. We're on the verge of a final, but quick review of what happened last last week to set the stage for where we are heading into uh CT won the mission completely on his own more or less some maybe strategical errors by the other team to not let one person do all the work the way CT did but his team Sapphire gets the win they're the agency Emmy kind of protects Emmanuel from being the agency vote so they go with Logan after no one will say anything in the deliberation much to CT and Amanda's chagrin Logan then decides I'm not going to call out my teammate Nelson so he picks Emmanuel instead of Devin to go against in the elimination, which was the last and final baffling, I, we think maybe baffling. Yeah, there's only two rookies left at this point, and they're male and female. They can't go against each other. Last baffling rookie on rookie assassination. Uh, but Emmanuel beats him. Logan goes home. We've got 10 people left, and we end the episode with TJ saying, Emmanuel, you can just rejoin the group and then announcing a night of elimination that that's what they come to the layer to do is eliminate people and that there's going to be a purge and that they're not in the final just quite yet because two more people have to go home from 10 to 8. Only 8 will run TJ's final. That's where the episode ends, and that's what we've got to look forward to on this final episode of Spies, Lies, and Allies. We've got some sort of purge-style elimination. Two more people go home right into a final all in one episode, we believe, we assume. Please let that be the case. Don't drag this out over two episodes, MTV. We're good. We got 90 minutes. They'll be action-packed. They'll be amazing. We're ready for it. Let's preview a few things about it. First off, uh, just to wrap up our predictions for the, the season long, every episode, we were making three predictions for the specific episode. We have ended up, we rounded up from 20 and a half, 21 out of 43 for our episode by episode predictions. We finished with two for three last week. So we almost got to that 50% mark, not 
horrible. 21 out of 43, three predictions an episode. It's hard to do, but we can do better. We will do better next season of the show. I'm confident we can beat that mark, but we'll put that one in the history books. Now, let's talk about this episode tomorrow night. First part of it is obviously the twist, the purge, what it's going to be, how it's going to work, who's going to go home, the whole thing with it. First off, how it's going to work. There's no indication um, of you know, who's gonna, how many people are going in. We, the only thing we know is two people are going home and we, I would assume there's 10 people left, five males, five females. I'm going to assume one male and one female are going home. It would seem, uh, a little weird for them to some way have two ladies go home or two guys go home, um, and make the numbers not even. So we're going to guess one and one go home, but does that mean we got, we're going to have to, they're going to vote in two guys and two girls, and there's going to be an individual elimination. Will everyone take part in some sort of big game where, you know, it's all, you know, five dudes versus each other, five women versus each other, and last place, you're gone, you're out of here, or winner gets to pick someone to send home or something. Will the eliminations be one-on-one? Will there be a three-way elimination between three guys or three girls? Will there be teams? Will the you know the two, the male and female voted in, have to have a partner with them and the partner goes home? How is it gonna work? Have no idea, literally no idea. My preference, I guess, as far as what I'm hoping for um, or expecting, I'm expecting it to be whatever is the most expedited version. I'm expecting there's almost no way uh, that we get, um, I'm kind of expecting it to be a a pair, male, female pair versus a male, female pair, just from a time standpoint, if they're squeezing all this into one episode, it would seem like one elimination would be, you know, a lot faster, obviously than two, but maybe that just means if there's two eliminations that got to go down, maybe it's a very quick game that is played, or maybe it's a game that can be played at the same time and have a male and female winner at the same time, but independent of each other. Um, my, I would love, I want to see one-on-ones, um, I, I, at this point, if you get to that moment and then have this twist dropped on you, the worst part would then making it even, even worse is then if you get matched up with a partner here, like, I'm not going to work well with them. Our strengths are the same. Our weaknesses are the same. This is going to suck. We're going to go home. And now I have this extra thing to blame it on, not just myself and me alone. Um, so I would like it to be completely independent. I would love Love, love, love. As much as I might be rooting for CT, boys, you get one more shot. TJ's giving you one last chance to take a shot, maybe, depending on how how it's decided. Maybe Sapphire's still totally safe. I would doubt that. Um, Maybe if it's all of them competing and CT just wins, he's safe regardless. But you get one more shot, guys. Devin, uh, Kyle, and Emmanuel, and Nelson, Now's your moment. Throw CT down in there one last time to get him out before the final. To at least take a chance at getting him out before the final. There's no repercussions that can come after this except him just beating you in the final anyway. So here's your moment. Go for it. Um, but I'm 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 hopeful that the more people involved, the better. Just from a suspense standpoint, I'm expecting it to be uh, a two v two elimination, and I'm gonna guess it's maybe it's just a straight vote. Um, no, I, I really don't have a guess as how how they're going to decide on who's who's in it. What I would love to see, um, it would be great. We have not got balls in. That would be a very good if they're going to go on the physical side of things and really make these people work and beat each other for this spot. Uh, would love to see some balls in matchups to make the final or. Is it going to be, you know, a group puzzle would be intense. All five people doing the same puzzle at once, although that. 
with respect, that might suck for our guy Nelly T, who we really, 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 really want to see win this whole thing. Um, it has it has to be noted sometimes in the past, while they're not at the final, they still have to travel. So, uh, you know, maybe this is a moot point. And other times in the past, when they do these surprise elimination right before the final, it'll usually be a puzzle or a little less physical, just kind of in a, I'd assume in a nod to being a little more fair of, you know, uh, it's, it's a, it's a big, it's a big setback for the people that have to do hall brawl two days before running a final. Let's just put it that way. And you have to go in all bruised and battered from something like that versus doing a puzzle and you know, that's still being super stressful and you could win or you could lose and go home. But if you win and you go to the final, you haven't physically exerted yourself in a massive way immediately before then walking in to a final. So who knows what it could be, but love the twist. Uh, we said on our recap last week that if you're going to have a season as convoluted as this one is with everything changing this, that, and the other, then might as well go for it and drop one more big one in at the end. I'm a big fan of simplify the format, but if it's going to be messy, keep it messy all the way to the end. And this one was a surprise and is going to make the final episode of the season, which usually can be a little bit more of a snoozer just because it's just the final mission, which isn't always the best TV. This ramps that up in a big, big way. Um, so love that. Love that they're doing the purge. Just hoping Nelson makes it through. Then let's talk the actual final. Uh, the one info that, while we didn't weren't told by TJ, was maybe insinuated at, and that is that the final's definitely going to be individual in some some rhyme or reason. I think there's one male, one female winner, period, end of story, how they get there, whether they have to do, you know, it's one of the finals where there's stages and you're partnered up for each stage and you got to switch, whether it's just pure individual the whole time, uh, whether you've got to kind of go through stages with whoever shows up there with you and you got to have a partner, but it's kind of first place gets to stay in first place, a la like a vendetta situation, whatever it is. Uh, the way TJ did the you may rejoin the group seem to announce that the teams are no more. No matter what happens in this purge elimination, the teams don't seem to be anymore. That was a prediction of ours way back when that the final would be individual. We then immediately thought, no, we're wrong. This is going to be teams. I guess I think this is what they wanted to do all along. They got to it, and now it's just going to be what it is. Um, starting to feel like our prediction of an individual is going to be uh, proven right after all. If that happens... <laughs> Um, if it's individual or maybe it's pairs, I just, I just don't think it's going to be teams now, especially if they, depending who gets eliminated, it'd be really hard for them to have two, two person team versus a five person team. Yes. They have done that in the past on cutthroat, which this season is more or less cutthroat too, at least the back half of it. But I don't think they want that non-dramatic final the way it was not dramatic at all on cutthroat. So I don't think they're going to do that. If there's any chance they would say pairs here is to hoping <laughs> that TJ would announce that you get to partner up for this final. And just while I love her, she's been the rookie of the year and has been amazing to watch. I, I would just, for the, the television moment that it would be and that it would lead to and the emotional outburst it would probably lead to from multiple people, let TJ <laughs> announce pairs and have our prediction, all season long prediction of, CT and Tori and that hidden kind of alliance or that hidden trust. Let CT dump Emmy right then and there and be like, I'm running with Tori or Casey even. 
and just let that explosion take place. I feel like that would be amazing. In the event, it was in uh, pairs. Be fascinated to see who pairs up with who. If, you know, if CT were to say, I'm going to, sorry, Emmy, I'm going with Tori. Or if he just says, nah, like, I'm riding with Emmy. She'll do anything I say. She's she's plenty good enough to win this with me. So, like, I'm going with her. Or would Emmy and Emmanuel be like Team Romania? Would Casey be like, Emmanuel, you're right here because I don't know which of these dudes I'm running with. If CT doesn't want me, it's Nelson and Amanda end up partnered running a final together, which would be hilarious. Uh, is Kyle and Nani back together and Kyle just pissing off Nani again? Um, all the options are amazing. So kind of actually rooting for pairs potentially or some you know, maybe the individual style where you have to be partnered up for stages so that everyone gets a chance to be partnered with everyone else. Although that all, almost without a doubt leads to the, you know, who's partnered with a man well when on the running section. That's really helpful for whichever female that is or who's partnered with CT on the eating section and all the other dudes struggle and CT's like, I'll down this plane three seconds. You know, it does lead to a little bit less uh a little more luck of the draw brought into it but there's always plenty of luck in these finals one way or the other so that's fine um but i think there'll be an individual winner and with that if we have to we've predicted all year long we set out at the beginning of the season predicted who would win who would not win um and we said who would make finals at different point but we'll we'll make firm ones right here now i think that the two people that will go home pre-final are going to be Devin on the guy's side, and I think it's going to be, man, it'll be heartbreaking if it's Nani on the female side. I I think it might be Amanda on the female side. I think I think uh, she may, you know, she's on the outs as far as the, the five women that are left. I feel like Tori might still stay strong to her emerald ties and say, you know, I'll vote with Casey and Nani and Devin, and I'm willing to say Emmy and Amanda go down in there. And if those two go down in there, I'm willing to say Emmy might get that perfect five for five and match the Sarah Grayson record from season seven if she could then get that finals win. That is, I've seen a lot of people out there saying, including MTV itself, can she break this record? Which she can't. She could tie the record if she were to win another elimination and win the final she would tie sarah grace in the gauntlet one of the best seasons ever season seven um but i think i think amanda and devon are going to not see the actual final and then as far as the final itself i think it's ct and casey's the win i think Emmanuel could potentially pull off an all-time rookie upset and dethrone the champ ct um but at the end of the day, I'm rooting for one person and one person only. And that's Nelly T, baby. Let's go. Nelly's got to win. He's got to win. I want challenge champion Nelson. Please challenge gods. Make it happen. I know he could pull it off. I know he could do it. This is his moment. Can't wait to see. that. That's far and away who I am rooting for over any anyone else. So let out all the all of the luck fall to Nelson, let all the breaks fall to Nelson, let him avoid this elimination. That's what we are looking for. We've previously predicted we predicted all season long CTU is going to win. If we actually had to say right now unequivocally who do you think's winning? Male side I'm saying CT, uh female side I'm saying Casey. That's no different than what we've been saying all season long. That's what I think is going to happen, but uh, shout out Emmanuel, I think could pull the upset and shout out Nelson. We're pulling for you. You certainly could win. 
Um, that's what we're looking for here. So with that, uh, I think that's that's all everything we've got to cover for the finale tomorrow night. Spies, Lies, and Allies finale, as we've been saying all season long. A lot of people have dropped out or you know talked a little down on the show, and we kept saying and saying over and over that some of the kind of boring nature of the first half of the show only was going to ramp up and lead to an amazing ending in the final third of this season has been absolutely killer, wonderful, episode by episode, A-plus, all across the board. And I think we're about to get one of the best final episodes we've ever gotten in the history of the challenge with the setup of this purge elimination and then the final kind of truncated into one episode. Love, love, love it. Can't wait to watch it. We will be back to discuss all of it immediately after it is done airing, we will hit that record button. We will talk all about it. So we will be back Wednesday night, late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning, right when you get up Thursday, you'll have that pod ready to go. That's all we have for today. Thank you so much for being here and listening. As always, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, the podcast channel. Hit the follow, subscribe, Challenge Historian, wherever you are, you will find us if we are there by searching Challenge Historian. So do that. Hit those follow buttons, those subscribe buttons. And with that, thank you for being here. I will talk to you on Wednesday after we have crowned a new champion. Will CT go back to back? Will Nelly T finally get that win? We will see. Will Big Brother get a second win in a row? We'll see. A lot to discuss. I'll talk to you Wednesday night. Peace.